0: Hey, Riley. Yeah. What did you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? Taste that flavor smooth and light. The beer that leaves no after bite. The beer that always tastes just right is Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What did you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> internationally famous Pat's Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. As a youth, Chester A. Riley was denied many of the things every boy should have. Among them was companionship with his father, for Riley's father was a traveling man and hardly ever at home. But Riley himself has vowed that his 14-year-old son will always have the understanding that will help Junior become a well-rounded man.
1: I don't know what's the matter with that Junior.
0: Why? What did he do now?
2: It's
1: what he didn't do. He never does anything. It says here in the paper that thousands of boys are entering that soapbox derby all over the country.
2: Oh, Egbert Gillis is entering. Why, yes, I saw the little car Egbert's built. Sure,
1: every kid in the country is going in for it except your son,
0: Oh, now he's my son. <laughs> he's half yours, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, I know. I got the part that eats. <laughs> but your half sits around loafing.
2: <laughs> he's
1: not a loafer.
2: What if he isn't in the derby, Daddy? What's the so earth shaking about
1: that? Well, don't you see, Bebs, a contest like this builds character, and character is what counts. Why, when I was a boy, every time I walked into a room, people would say. Look, here comes that character.
3: Daddy, <laughs> they still do, dear.
1: Yeah, I don't want to brag, but can you blame them? <laughs> Listen to what it says here in the paper This nationwide derby develops in youngsters the qualities of self reliance and initiation.
2: Junior will turn out all right. Yeah,
1: well, remember, Peg, today's boys are tomorrow's men.
2: They are, dear?
1: Yes. You can't fight nature. This is the kind of a thing Junior ought to go in for Instead of wasting his time and energy in doing the Doing the What's he been doing lately?
2: Oh, he plays baseball But he spends most of his time with little Marilyn Morris She's got him on the ropes
1: She's a prize fighter?
2: <laughs> no, Daddy Junior's madly, supremely in love with Marilyn now,
1: You see, Peg, that's the kind of a boy your son is Instead of going in for something important He'd rather spend all his time with a girl that's his idea of fun.
2: Well, what if it is? Well, it
1: ain't my idea of fun.
2: Oh, it was once. You used to hang around me when I was a young girl.
1: Yeah, well, I know better now.
3: <laughs> what?
1: We're talking about Junior. Peg, you spoil Junior. Let him have his own way too much. But I'm putting a stop to that. It's time he learned who his father is, you or me. <laughs>
2: Don't have you forcing the boy into that contest. Every now, time please, you start. Peg, I know parents...
1: how to handle boys. He's going to build a racer. And I won't take no. Fr- hey, Junior, is that you? Oh, hi, Pop. Hi, everybody. Hello, oh, dear. Junior, I want to have a little talk with you. Well, can it wait till a little later, Pop? I got to go out to the garage. Never mind the garage. Well, I got to start building my racer for the soapbox derby. Uh, you see, Peg, instead of entering this derby, your son would rather waste his time building a racer for the
3: derby. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say
1: derby? Yeah, I, I entered the derby today. Ah, uh, that's my son, all right. Well, run along, Junior. Get to work. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Pop. Oh, well, what's the matter? Why are you looking at me like that? Is it my fault you had the kid all wrong?
3: <laughs>
1: well, Junior, how's the racer coming? Oh, hello, Pop. Gee, it's a tough job. I just haven't got the right tools. Yeah, that's what I figured. So I brought you something to make it easier.
0: Pop, you bought me a set of tools?
1: No, no. A set of blueprints. Blueprints? Yeah, that's right. I drew them up myself. Look. Now, you see, you follow these blueprints and you have a racer that'll win in a walk. But, Pop, I want to build it without help. Well, of course you do. All I'm doing is giving you the benefit of my brain. I'm not helping you. <laughs>
3: yeah, you build
1: it yourself. Okay, Axel, here's Ben. Yeah, well, now, you take this blueprint I drew here. But, Pop, Uh, what do you know about cars? What do I know about cars? Remember that old Essex Jim Gillis had? I took that motor apart, part by part, hundreds of them. Cleaned them, put them together again, and I had enough parts left over to make a motorcycle for myself. (laughs) But the Essex didn't run after that. But my motorcycle did. Now, you take this blueprint and... Well, thanks, and you... Pop, but it'll be better if I build it myself. No, no, That's where you're wrong. Why, the best cars in America were always built by two guys working together. They were? Why, sure. Now, you, you take, for example, Kaiser and Fraser, Graham and Page, Ford and Lincoln. <laughs>
3: I'm supposed to build it myself.
1: Now, listen, Junior, don't be stubborn. If I say oh, that you're
2: will you fix the clothes? Line, oh, Dumplin', look, handle. look, I,
1: I want your opinion. Look, huh? I, I drew up a set of blueprints for Junior's racer, and all he's got to do is follow them, but he wants to ignore them and build the racer all by himself. Now, what do you think of that?
0: Good for you, Junior.
1: Peg, when I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. <laughs> Junior, are you going to do like I say? No, Pop, I'll build it alone. You absolutely refuse to use these blueprints? You won't even look at them? No, Pop. Well... Just for that, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I withdraw my offer.
2: Oh, my, what a crowd. I guess every kid in town turned out to see the race. Oh, I'm so proud of Junior in his little car. It's so pretty.
1: Yeah, well, he'd have done a lot better if he'd followed my blueprints. Uh,
2: How much better can he do? He won all the heats he was in. He'll be in the finals.
1: He just won because he happens to have the Riley luck. That's all it was—just plain dumb luck.
0: Well, you might give the boy some credit Attention, for you... Attention,
4: please. The final heat for the citywide championship is about to take place. The winner of this heat will compete for the national championship. Please clear the cost. Oh, I do hope Junior
3: wins. Oh,
1: he ain't got a chance that, with that car. Now, if he'd used my blueprints like I told him. No! Come on, Junior! I figured wind resistance and Come on, everything. Junior! Faster!
2: But he knew it
1: all. He wouldn't listen. Look,
2: Mother, Junior's get... Come on, Junior.
1: Okay, if he wants to be stubborn now, let him pay the consequences.
2: Junior's out in front. Look at him
3: go. Come on, Junior. Keep that lead. Well, next time,
1: maybe he'll know better. Deserved such a son. We got married. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my, where's Junior? Can you see him? No, he disappeared. Oh, yes, there he is. He's
0: shaking hands with one of the judges. I think it's J.B. Gilmore. Oh, he's the big automobile manufacturer. Just think
1: our little Junior shaking hands with a big industrial maggot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over to Junior.
1: Yeah, Junior. Excuse me, Mr. B- Junior! Excuse me. M- uh, my boy, Junior. Oh, hiya, Pop. Well, I won. Oh, congratulations, son. I always knew you'd win. Oh, oh, Pop, this is Mr. Gilmore. This uh, is my father, Mr. Gilmore.
4: How do you do, sir? Oh, well, this is, a,
1: this is a real privilege, Mr. Gilmore, meeting you. I never thought I'd have the honor of shaking hands with a big maggot.
3: <laughs> magnet, Pop.
1: Maggot, magnet, what's the difference? <laughs> Mr. Gilmore knows what he is. <laughs>
4: Yes, yes. Hey, look, there's Mom and Babs over there. Excuse me. Mom, Babs! Well, that's a fine boy you've got there, Mr. Riley. Intelligent, good character. Oh, he's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're much too modest. You have a right to be proud of him today. That was a dandy little car he won with. Good design, shows real talent. <laughs> if he were a little older, I'd put him to work in my designing department. Uh, you would? Uh, a little older, huh? Yes, your boy's got a real talent for designing.
1: Well, well that's, as a matter of fact, it, it runs in the family. <laughs> Oh, really? Mrs. Riley, a designer? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean I am. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of made Junior build that car. <laughs>
4: well, that's nice. I, I like to see fathers take an interest in their boys' activities.
1: Huh? Oh, I took more than an interest. I planned the whole thing for him. <laughs> you planned it? Well, sure. As a matter of fact, I drew up a set of blueprints. All he had to
4: do was follow them. <laughs> You're joking, Mr. Riley.
1: Oh, no. As a matter of fact, I think I've got... Oh, yes, yes, here they are. Hey, well, you see, the plans are all there, right down to the last nut.
4: Well, this is most interesting, Mr. Ryder. Yes, I
1: thought you'd be interested. Uh, b- by the way, Mr. Gilmore, before I got in the airplane game, I used to dabble with automobiles, and I was wondering Excuse if maybe Excuse me, you I could... have an
4: announcement to make. Yes, sir. Attention, please. Attention, please. According to information just received... Chester Riley Jr., driver of the Comet, did not build his car by himself. This is a clear violation of the rules, and he is therefore disqualified. The winner is Jimmy Wagner.
1: Oh, no, oh, no. Uh, uh, Mr. Gilmore, as I was saying just before you disqualified, disqualified, uh, disqualified. No. I'm sorry. Oh. Those are the rules. Yeah, but Mr. Gilmore, li- listen, it ain't true what I said. I was lying. I told you a lie. I'm a liar. You, you got to believe me. I wouldn't lie to you.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry,
4: Mr. Riley. You'll have to excuse me now, and I'll just hold on to these blueprints for the time. Yeah, but Mr.
1: Gilmore, wait. Please, Mr. Gilmore. Riley,
0: Riley did you hear that announcement? Pop, they disqualified
1: me. Yeah, I know, Junior. I... Somebody told the judges I didn't build a comet by myself. It's a big lie. When I find out who did, I'll knock his teeth out.
0: I'd like to lay my hands on him myself. Oh, the snake, if I had him here, I'd scratch his eyes out.
1: Please, live and let live.
2: (laughs) I'm going
0: to the judges and find out who did
2: this.
1: No, 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 don't go.
0: Why, what do you mean, don't go? Don't you want to know know who the person was? I, I,
1: I know who did it. You do, Daddy? Who did it? Tell me who did it, Pop. I'll punch him in the nose. Here's my nose, Junior. Help yourself. Daddy! Rob, you? You mean you told him? Well, you see, I... I I didn't think. I I didn't know that... I I just showed the judge my blueprint, so he thought... Oh, why did you do it? Why are you always spoiling things? Why are you always interfering? But, 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 Junior, Please, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Come back, Junior. Hit me so I'll feel better. (laughs) Chester Riley... How could you?
0: Oh, Honest, you haven't got the brains of a maggot. Magnet. <laughs> I'm talking about your brains, and I mean maggot.
1: But, Doklin. <laughs>
0: Don't I... you speak to me. Junior, Junior, darling, wait
1: for Mother. No, Peg, wait. Junior. It ain't fair they should treat me like this. After all, what did I do? So, what if I told a little fib? So, what if I did make him look like a cheater? So what if I... Oh, I'm a skunk. (laughs) Babs, did your brother come home yet?
2: No, not yet. Neither did mother.
1: I wouldn't blame Junior if he never came home. He must hate me for getting him disqualified.
2: Oh, don't say that.
1: Why not? He's got it right to hate me. Such a dope. Oh,
2: I'm sure he doesn't. Remember, he's your son.
1: Well, if he doesn't hate me, then it's because he's a dope like his father.
2: Everybody makes mistakes, Daddy. No,
1: not like I make them. I'm an expert. Why am I always shooting my mouth off? Why don't I once shoot my head off? (laughs) Daddy, stop
2: brooding about it.
1: There's an old saying, button your lip. That should be my motto. Only with my big mouth, I need a zipper.
3: (laughs) right, Dad? No,
1: it won't. Junior will never forgive me for this, and neither will your mother. Yes, they will. No, they won't. Why should they? I'm no good. I'm a flop as a father.
2: I think you're a wonderful father.
1: Well, you're no judge, Babs. After all, you only had one father. (laughs) No, I might as well face it. Junior's through with me.
2: Oh, he'll forget all about it in a few days. He'll
1: never forget. Every time he sees my face, he'll think of this horrible mess.
2: Oh, do you want an aspirin, Dad?
1: No, thanks. I ain't hungry. He'll hold this against me the rest of his life. And he'll always be ashamed of me. Even when he's a big success. A big manufacturer, maybe. An auto manufacturer. Yeah, that's, that's what he'll probably be. He, he'll manufacture millions of cars. The Comet, the Riley Comet. Now he needs me, but when he's a millionaire, he won't want me around. I'm ignorant, I'm not cool. He'll move away to a mansion in Bel Air, and his mother will go with him. She always did take his side.
2: Oh, stop it, Daddy. You're just overwrought. I can
1: see the future just as clear as if it happened yesterday. Twenty years from now, you'll be married, and your mother and her millionaire son will be living in their mansion. <laughs> and I'll be all alone. An old bum.
3: <laughs> oh, stop imagining things. I'll go make you some coffee.
1: That's all I'll be. An old bum. I can just see myself walking along the street in my raggedy clothes, looking for cigar butts. It's raining and thundering, and I'm cold and wet. I got holes in my shoes, and they're full of water.
0: What are you doing on this property?
1: Nothing, officer. Nothing. I'm just visiting some people I know. Anyway, it's my own business.
0: Well, it's fine business, too. I'm a special watchman. Now, you better get back to Skid Row where you belong.
1: Uh, 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 Mr. Officer, I, I was just going to ring the bell. You see, my son lives there in that ten-story bungalow.
2: <laughs> well, that's the mansion of Chester Riley, Jr., the big automobile magnate.
1: Yeah, he's my son.
0: How could a hobo like you be the father of a son like that?
1: That's what my wife always used to say. Come on now, brother. Get moving. No, no, no. Please, officer. Let me go in there. Just for a minute. I haven't seen my wife or my son for 20 years. And I'm starving for a look at their sweet faces.
2: Well, all right. Go ahead. But don't start no trouble.
1: Bless you, officer.
2: Bless you, mister. (laughs) Now, go on.
1: Ring the bell. Hey, why are you taking your shoes off? I don't want to get water all over his oriental rugs. Where's the. Oh, here's the bell. (laughs) He always said he'd have one of those.
4: Yes. Speak up, vagrant. State your nefarious business. Pardon
1: me, sir, but for twenty years I've been starving. Go for...
4: round to the rear door, beggar. The cook may have a few scraps for you unless
1: she's already fed the dog. No. <laughs>
3: well, wait. Well, wait, please don't shut
1: the door, please.
0: Uh, who is it, Jeeves?
1: Oh, it's me, your your husband, madam.
0: My what? How dare you say such a thing? Throw him out, Jeeves. I never saw this creature before in my
1: life. Peg, how can you say that? I ain't a creature. I'm Riley. Don't you remember? I'm your husband. You're my wife. I can prove it. I got a mole on my shoulder and you got a mole on your... Oh dare <laughs>
3: On
1: your thumb.
0: You may go, Jeeves. I will handle this, simpleton.
1: Oh, then you do remember. That was your favorite name for me.
0: When I ran away from you 20 years ago, I wrote you that I never wanted to see you again. Why did you come here?
1: Well, I just wanted to say goodbye.
0: Very well. Goodbye.
1: Oh, here you are, Meta. I say you... Oh, you look ill, Meta.
3: Oh, it's nothing, dearest.
1: What is it, Mater? Well, it's okay, Junior. There's nothing to Mater. It's me, Pater. <laughs> you! How dare you come here? Get out! Oh, no, don't be like that, son. Forgive and forget. I know you've got ten million dollars now, but I ain't proud. I'll take you back.
3: <laughs> Go at
1: once. I vowed I would never forgive you for getting me disqualified in the soapbox derby. Now, get out! Jeeves! Yes, master? (laughs) Open the door, Jeeves! But you can't put me out on a night like this. It's raining. I'll get wet. I'll catch cold. I'll get pneumonia. Give him some penicillin and throw him out.
3: <laughs> okay. I'll go.
1: I'll go. But I just want to say one thing I'm cutting you out of my will. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
3: Daddy, I brought you some coffee.
1: That's what they'll do. When they don't need me anymore, they'll kick me in the gutter. Okay, if that's their attitude, I'll show them. Oh, Riley! Uh, Pop, I spoke to the judges. Oh, so there you are, you ungrates. What? A fine son you turned out to be. Me? What did I do?
0: Oh, Riley, what on earth when you... And you're just have... as
1: bad as he is, Peg. Huh? You think when you're a millionaire 20 years from now, you'll kick me out? Well, you'll never get away with it. I'm leaving. Now. Pop, wait. And you can keep your penicillin.
3: LAUGHTER
1: Oh, what a mess I start with a little fib But I get in deeper And deeper And deeper How much deeper Can I go
4: Would you
2: like My
1: opinion <laughs> Who's that
2: It is I you O'Dell The friendly Undertaker <laughs>
1: Oh it's you Digger Greetings <laughs> Riley You're looking fine Very natural How, Digger I'm in a jam on account of my boy.
2: Ah, yes, boys can be annoying. Yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from a banquet hall and hung it on the door of my business establishment.
1: Oh, I was furious. But what did the sign say?
2: Special rates for large parties.
1: (laughs) It's worse when you have trouble with your own son.
2: Oh, yes, I know just how you feel. It's time for my oldest boy, Clay, to go to college. He wants to go to UCLA, but I want him to go to MIT.
1: MIT. Oh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology.
2: No, the Mortician's Institute of Tombstone. <laughs> it's a finishing school. <laughs> and after you graduate, they guarantee to find you an opening.
1: So my trouble with Junior is different. You see, he was in the Soapbox Derby.
2: Oh, yes, but... so was my younger son, Reef Cliff. He built the cutest little car out of practically nothing. He just used an old box that was lying around my shop. Well, no
1: kidding, but how did he finish in the race?
2: Dead last.
1: Well, my junior was disqualified. You see, I drew up some blueprints, and I told the judge that junior used them to build his car. Oh,
2: but that's cheating.
1: Yeah, but, Digger, please listen. Junior didn't cheat. He, He built the car himself. I... I was just boasting to the judge. Oh,
2: I see. He didn't actually use your blueprints. No. Then you must act right. Go to the judge. Have him compare the blueprints with Junior's car. There'll be no similarity. <laughs>
1: hey. that's right. Why didn't I think of that before? Well, my plans are for a real classy car and Junior's is, is just junk.
2: <laughs> well, make haste right. As we say in our profession, never let the grass grow over
1: your feet. <laughs> No matter what kind of a mess a guy's in, when you take charge, his troubles are over.
2: That's all right. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Do you mean I... will explain later. Where's Junior?
1: we got to go. Say, Pop, just... Was... Oh, there you are, Junior. Come on, get your razor. we got to go over and see that judge, Mr. Gilmore. But, Pop... Now, there's no time to lose. Come Finally, on.
0: Riley, wait a minute. Mr. Gilmore came here to see you. He's in the living room. Well, I can't
1: see him now. i got to go see Mr. Gil... Mr. Gil... He's here, Mr. Gilmore. That's right, Mr. Riley. I
4: realized i would made a mistake, so I came to express my apology. Oh, well, that's all right. I, I don't want to... Not to you, to your son. Oh, but, but I... Bob, I'm not this
1: qualified. I'm still the winner. That's right.
4: And your boy leaves for the East tomorrow to participate in the finals.
1: Yeah, but I don't understand. What made you change your mind?
4: I looked at the blueprints you gave me. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, my blueprints. Huh? Uh, slick, ain't they? Huh? If Junior had followed those blueprints, he'd have wound up with a car that had five wheels, a two-inch diameter, and a body 36 feet long. <laughs> Five wheels? The car would have weighed half a ton. The only thing that could possibly have moved it would be a jet propulsion motor.
1: That was on my blueprint? Yes,
4: that was the product of your brain.
1: What a revolting development that is.
0: (laughs) Bus for San Francisco is now ready.
2: Dear, you you better get on the bus. Yeah, well, goodbye. Goodbye, Junior. Good luck, and I hope you win the final. Thanks, sis. Goodbye, darling. Now be careful. Okay, mom. Well,
1: goodbye, son. So long, pop. Now no, wait, Junior. Before you go, I want to give you some advice. Now, if you want to win that race, here's what you ought to do. Riley. Please, you, 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 you you do whatever you want. Don't listen to me. That's an order. <laughs>
0: And invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Ship and Alan Lipscott, direction by Mitch Lindeman. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Babs is Barbara Eiler, Junior is Bobby Ellis, Gilmore is Alan Reed. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker.